needs more salt. Hello and welcome to the Super Salty Podcast featuring me, Nilesh Durari, and my co-host. And me, Max Wallace. Hey everyone. I mean, I didn't hear you. I was listening to the Super Salty Podcast on my AirPods. <laughs> Just for the audio was listeners, he took he took yeah. over he took off his big headphones to reveal his AirPods in his ears. <laughs> and this man uses AirPods with an Android. <laughs> I am a sociopath. How are you doing, dude? You just you're just annoying me in different ways today. Like, and <laughs> don't even get me fucking started on your fucking coffee cup. Okay, it is <laughs> audio listeners. It is the it is like one liter. It's like a one liter coffee mug. The word for this form factor of device is tankard. It looks like I should be drinking fucking grog out of it. It's true. Yeah. It's true. He's very proud of it as well. Mm-hmm. Anyway, and, um, it is the yeah, first. I'm just gonna not talk about it. <laughs> it is the Anymore. first episode of the year and decade. Uh, we'll call the season two. Um, it's pretty much the exact same format, but we've just way better practiced. Uh, we've had 18 episodes so far. This is the 19th episode. Uh, we're gonna try and keep it consistent. We actually went on hiatus because I said so, and then Max was like, "Yeah, we can do that." But just so you know, uh, I went to Magfest and people were talking about the podcast to me, and I was like, "Okay, we'll bring it back sooner rather than later." Although we took a break in January because January was awful. But let's not get into it. I'd rather talk about games. Max is something exciting. He has actually go on tell them. What, are you referring to the something I completed? Yes. Oh my god. Finally beat God of War. Shout out to um, Graphics Gramp, my friend John, who let me borrow it so fucking long ago. <laughs> and I've just been keeping his like, you know, hard like collector's edition case with the game and like he just trusted me to beat it and I like left it there for like four months, maybe longer. Finally beat it. Very, very, very good game. It's so fucking... It's so good. I'm trying to find a way to talk about it without spoilers, but um, I I don't know. I It was a great ending, and I feel like you don't get good endings in things. Um, games, shows, movies, a lot of them, it's... I feel like 30% of media that is supposed to have an ending has a good ending. Everything else is like, oh, I guess it, I guess it's, I guess it ended, but... God of War had a great ending. Had a great progression. Around every corner, you think you know where someone's character is going, and then something happens, and they show a little bit more of themselves. And there's just this set of people in this game that you slowly uh, get introduced to, and things happen. Their their switches flip. It's it feels so good to play. There's so much in the in the in the fighting in your your skill set your weapons that feels like it would be overwhelming but really when you get into the menus and you like check it out it's just makes sense um no um skill it's, it's tree. like a n- straight nine out of ten for me for sure yeah no it's skill awesome. tree is like too big or too convoluted it's just like it's 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 serviceable it's big enough it's a good size you understand it's a good it. size mm-hmm. and i mean there if you play something like ah oh, fuck with it like path of exile 
Like that's that's like a game where it has to be your main game or it's not going to work out for you. This the skill trees in that game like holy fuck. <laughs> what the hell, dude? And and it's supposed to be like an ongoing like you just play it basically forever kind of game if I remember correctly. So it's different. Honestly, but, I think shit. I think God of War is like a perfect 10 and I'm I haven't finished it, but like I can just I just know at where I'm at in the game, how far along I am and how unless it just ruins it in the next like last quarter of the game, which I don't think it does. Um, no, I think it's, no, it's I, awesome. I really think it's like one of the best games ever made, if not like the best game ever made. I really struggle to think of a game that <laughs> is better, perhaps a strand type game. That's a joke. <laughs> <laughs> a strand type game. God of War is a strand type game. And that's a direct quote from Kojima, isn't it? Yes. About what kind of game it is. Didn't, didn't he say strand type game? Yeah, just if you don't know, we're we're making a joke <laughs> about Death Stranding, but everyone thought that's I think going to be the next one I complete. Um, here, here's a question for you, and well, actually, okay, I'll ask you this in a bit. Um, okay, so where, do you remember exactly where you left off in God of War? I'm always bad at answering that question when people ask me about things. No, because I, I don't remember. Because it's, okay. it's you end up going. Uh, visiting places multiple times, but it's changed slightly because you did something, and it's it's quite difficult to remember. It's a bit Skyrim in yeah. a way. Like it's you, the sure. world is actually quite large. Each like corner of the world has like doors to open that end up even further down. They're actually different dimensions. So not only are there different nooks and crannies to each map, but different different dimensions. Um, it's a big game. But I do feel like when I weigh it up with the other great games like Uncharted uh, and Spider-Man and uh, other games, I think it really is one of the best story-driven games I've played in a long time. I would say that my favourite game is Spider-Man PS4. But the greatest game... I still game, need to play that. I keep forgetting that exists. The greatest game. So my favourite game is... Spider-Man PS4, but the greatest game ever made is probably God of War PS4. It's pretty killer. Yeah. It's my, here's my favorite thing about the game. The um, so for I think you can sort of there's many ways to categorize gamers, but um, there's many ways to do that. But I'm a type of person who I I really don't want attempt to 100% games like you know get every single item do every side quest unless I'm like really into it and I'm like not done playing it which is like very rare I mean like really amazing games I'll get to the credits and be like I'm good um, but this game sort of caters to both so if you want to just mainline go straight to the credits which is fine you can do that it's not so unbelievably long that it feels like a chore to be I, I felt like Skyrim my first playthrough was like a little bit of a chore. I basically would only do side quests when I felt I was under leveled for a main storyline quest. And it still took me like 35 hours to beat. Like it just took so fucking long. Um, but God of War is like, I actually didn't measure the hour. I didn't, I don't remember how many hours it took because PS4 doesn't Does make it that not? public, I don't think. Does I don't it, think so. Can it not find it? I'm sure that there is a way to I figure. don't think so. Oh, I know in some games it'll tell you, like, when you save your game and look at your save file, it'll tell you how far in you are, but I don't think... 
I don't think there's a way that I know of to do that. Okay, I'm taking um, over the podcast now because you've just reminded me that the Nintendo Switch can't do that at all. So yeah, but the Wii U could. That's annoying. That's really fucking yeah. annoying. Because my next the 3DS one, could. God damn it! <laughs> there was a stat. There was a separate app on your home screen. I'm just talking in iPhone terms right now. Mm-hmm. That was like called statistics or something. It had a little graph, and you opened it, and you could sort by game and how much you played this week, and like it was really cool. And they just gone from switch i let my next and i like that shit i like looking at my hours mm. i feel like that's what draws me to steam a yeah. lot of times i spend quite a lot of time looking how many at hours how, i got in there yeah how long have i spent i think like my most played game for quite a long time was Watch Dogs, and i don't know why oh, okay i do i do not know why and then like gta took over that because um well i started playing gta online on pc um but the reason i was I, I thought of that is because I gave my next door neighbor um, Zelda Breath of the Wild, mm-hmm. and then I realized that he had basically been playing it every day when he's not working because he's like young and he works quite close. And he, uh, I don't think he work he works like at a care home, so it's like hours here and there. And I was just sure, amazed sure. as how quickly he was getting through it. And I wanted to know how long he'd been playing it. But there's no way that the Switch can tell you, which is so annoying, especially when you have a game like Zelda. Yeah. I want to know, yeah, because there's, there's a certain satisfaction in seeing the total amount of time that you put into something. Like, Especially, I feel like it starts really hitting me when I get past 24 hours in a game. So I'm like, that's an entire day's worth of, of like doing things in this game. And by the way, I just pulled up Steam out of curiosity. My most played game is The Binding of Isaac Rebirth at 154 hours. I have played and that's that. not counting the time I put into the original Binding of Isaac before Rebirth came out. I, th- I have played that for eight minutes <laughs> and called it Hell done. Yeah. That's what happened with me. Um, it's really tough. I don't know how I got past the initial, um, the initial part of the learning curve. Like, starting Binding of Isaac before you know how to play, it's, like, pretty tough. But once you get it, man, <laughs> man, is it a ride. I love Edmund McMillan and his games, for sure. Super Meat Boy, The Binding of Isaac, fucking The End is Nigh. He has a bunch. He has, like, 30 Newgrounds games he made back in the day, too. I just realized I opened up Steam on my desktop and it's found mm. its way into the recording now. So there's that. What, me just flicking through yeah. Steam? Yeah, I spent like uh, 88 hours in GTA and I was like, that's just enough, honestly. Like, and the online aspect of it is... 88 in GTA 5? Yeah. That's how many hours I have in GTA 5. Wow. We must be related. <laughs> we must... Our computers must be brothers. Uh wow but yeah i i saw my next door neighbor playing my copy of zelda and i got jealous and like yesterday i went back with the intention of getting it back so i made it play i made him play it in front of me and finish up whatever he was doing (laughs) (laughs) i mean he was like i've defeated ganon but every time i load up my save it's before i've defeated ganon because you defeat ganon and then and then the credits roll so so i i i'm just playing the shrines and the way he was finding the shrines which mad respect to him was finding an image online of someone who's unlocked all of them and just playing spot the difference between his television screen and his phone <laughs> damn yeah and he did it he found i feel like the that's shrines. the way you have to do it after you 
I mean, if you if you've completed the game, you've basically found all the ones that you might naturally find just from like walking in a direction that you feel like you haven't gone before, which I feel like is how I got most of mine. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I'm with you on that. So this, I, that's a great game too. That's like up there. Yeah, in, in terms of best games I've ever played, easily in the top ten, maybe top five. I love that game. Love it. So I just wanted to mention because. I, I mentioned it to you, and you were like, you should tell people on the podcast. Um, yeah, my YouTube channel <laughs> got a copyright strike, and I'm banned from streaming. Mm-hmm. Now, what I did was, uh, if you know, there's this YouTube boxing stuff going on, and it was um, this guy called Anison Gibb versus Jake Paul. And there is a streamer on YouTube that streams himself watching these fights and commentating on them, but he wears glasses and people can see the fight reflected in his glasses. And that's the main attraction. So I was trying to see how far I can get on with this. And I bought these giant circular mirrored glasses and I, I, my stream was very successful for the 20 minutes that I was on before I got banned <laughs> from streaming. Um, but yeah, my watch time in those 20 minutes is insane. It's just insane. People just flooded to me. And then I think maybe what happened was I accidentally mixed the desktop audio of the fight into the stream. And they prob- the content ID probably scooped me up and spat me out is what happened. Uh, Whoops. Yeah. Whoopsie. I have a cat now. No, I think my desk. I think on OBS, my my desktop sound was like ever so slightly off zero, <laughs> and I didn't realize. <laughs> yeah, and- I was gonna say so. Um, so you so you had this fight reflecting in your glasses, mm-hmm. and you had the stream on you, which is something you can do now that you have a camera that can uh, deal with that sort of of definition. But what were you watching it on? Were you watching someone else's stream that they were bootlegging? Or no, did you no. like buy Well, okay. I I realized I didn't actually have to buy the stream because it was playing on a Sky, which is a basically like cable TV, but it's actually satellite TV here. And oh, if you have a Sky, okay. like my family have a Sky subscription and I happen to know the login, which they never use. So I can log in and stream uh, quite a lot of things probably I just haven't explored but Sky Sports which, and it was the main event on Sky Sports so yeah and for some reason it was a strange experience because I don't stream very much and one dude was like you're cute no homo and another person was like you look like Mudaha from Some Ordinary Gamer <laughs> and I was like you need to meet more Indian people <laughs> god god damn it the problem is, Max, I kind of do look like him. There is there is enough of a similarity there that I understand it. But yeah. and so <laughs> That's the thing when someone is another race from you and, they, and you think they look like someone. Even if they do, they're going to assume that you just like, <laughs> I don't think I look like that person, so you, you must be racist. You have to be. So yeah. That's the only way to explain it. That's my quick story of how... I got a copyright strike. It's not that bad. People want to know. Oh. Uh, they, so, they so what are the repercussions of this? What uh, what limitations do you now have for those who I don't know? This has never happened to them, and they're curious because copyright strikes are being uh, uh, they're being thrown out mm-hmm. like like one dollar bills in in a certain establishment. Well, I can't stream anymore that's because my stream got taken down which because i was violating copyright for actually my whole attitude to this is like fair enough like i knew i knew i was pushing it 
and they found me. And oh, of course, the gig's yeah. up. But you ran like, this risk. This yes. is not a surprise. And uh, I take it on the chin 100%. Uh, I'm banned from streaming, but I can't tell if that's forever because the copyright strike only lasts three months. So if you got three copyright strikes consecutively in three months, your channel will be taken down. But, you know, it's my first ever, and I don't tend to do anything that's going to result in this. This was just me sort of pushing it with them, really. Yeah. Yeah, you're basically a, a martyr, you know, mm -hmm. for the for the for the people who want to know. Mm -hmm. Can I can I have a reflection of a copyrighted material in my classes? Well, it was it was pretty bad as well. So after all that, and I actually got taken down before the fight happened. Uh, I was just like running it and waiting for the fight to start. What happened was uh it was. Anison Gibb versus Jake Paul, and obviously we're backing Anison Gibb because we do not like Jake Paul. Every time you say his name, I think you're saying Onision, but you're not. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> that's a different. That's a different douchebag. Um, Gibb lasted about two minutes thirty seconds. <laughs> he got knocked down three times in two minutes thirty. Seconds. What happens is that he just he got clipped. He got clipped and he probably forgot his training and didn't know how to recover and it's boxing we get punched in the head with no head guard 10 ounce gloves and jake paul is the bigger guy um he was clearly i i think i made a video and i think i was a bit harsh on him like when you get clipped in boxing like it it messes you up it met everything can go out the window and so okay what does what does the term clip mean specifically uh, just to make sure we're on the same page because like, i don't like, know any sport it's not like a clean punch to the head but okay it was a so it's like how he's okay. moving there was a connection an uh, edge hit an edge but it still happened kind of yeah thing. he got he got dunked okay. in the head enough for it to enough for it to matter okay Sure. Okay. Saying it wasn't a clean punch doesn't mean it was a dirty punch. It was a. It was a punch. Right. E everyone was moving, and Jake Paul's fist hit his head at some point, and early, really early. And I showed. I showed my girlfriend, and she was like, <clears throat> "How could you bet on this guy?" <laughs> In a like, weird way, when you were telling me he, you know, he uh, maybe forgot his training, and this and this stuff happened. It, I. I I see myself in him. Have you have you ever prepared for a speech like all night and you like read this thing and you got it memorized and then you stood up on the podium to do the speech and you're like, I don't know what the fuck I'm saying. I'm just going to make shit up now. I've forgotten my training. Kind of, yeah. I think... I do know, that. These guys, they're that. not they're not actual fighters. They're YouTubers that made like mm -hmm. FIFA videos and gaming videos or like uh, uh, pop culture sort of things or do right. whatever Jake Paul did with his vlogs and stuff. And now they're training to fight. Now they're being put up against each other. And the reality is, I don't want to see this last forever because getting hit in the head over and over in a boxing career kind of fucks you up for life. I look at uh, Mayweather. Yeah, CTE, you know. Yeah, Mayweather Sr. can barely construct a sentence anymore. Interviews with him are just like, he clearly doesn't remember people he doesn't remember what happened <laughs> he just thinks when you mention someone he's met he's like do they want to fight well, tell them to come get it <laughs> it's, just, it's just it's quite harsh to see let's go back to games 
Yeah, of course. But it's yes, all good. That's yeah, my yeah, story yeah, about yeah. I tried streaming something I shouldn't and I got a copyright strike. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll say I'll say just real quick too. What amazes me the most about watching boxing is that people like being able to perform under pressure in general is like crazy to me. And I hate that I'm pressured in job interviews to say that I work well under pressure. Of course I don't fucking work under pressure. Yeah, do you do you think better when uh, when you're nervous and your heart rate's up? You think better? <laughs> no, if, of course not. I mean, it happens. Like it happens. <laughs> what like, the fuck would I think better under pressure? That doesn't make any sense. No, everyone's worse under pressure. No, I don't. But like, uh, I think like in certain <laughs> in certain like scenarios when I'm put in front of like a large group of people, staff, and things, I just have the ability to just do the thing that I was supposed to do. Uh, I've been pretty good at like, I guess public speaking, and um, is your cat chewing on you? What's what's? <laughs> he gave me a little nibble on my thumb there. Yeah. Uh, for the audio listeners, uh, halfway through this podcast, this cat that I have that I didn't have last episode um, just hopped into my lap. So. Yeah, Max. Max's so like camera is just like a character creator. He started wearing a blanket that was branded with ramen noodles, and mm-hmm. now he has no blanket. And he has a cat. This is new development. It's in my lap, and there's a cat on the blanket. So, the cat is maybe just an expansion to the blanket. So, that's kind of where we're at. He's very nice, and I figured the best thing to do was to hold this cat because if I am not giving this cat attention, he talks and talks. That's true. And talks. That's true. Oh my god, it's fine. I'm like used to it now, actually. But um, but yeah, and one day he's gonna something's gonna be wrong, and and I won't fucking give a shit because every meow doesn't mean anything because you've worn it out haven't you he's cute I love him I'm glad I got him though he's, 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 a, he's a good boy I'm glad too it's yeah. a good addition to the podcast what's his name and, uh, I, I, uh, his name is Booger Booger yeah, it's because he has uh, see this on his nose here. He has a little I black see. mark on I his see. nose, like he like he has a little booger in his nose. But already, I do that shit that I um uh, that I don't like that other people do, which is you give your pet a name and then you functionally call them a nickname based on that name. Mm-hmm. So it's always like, why the f- no? Just fucking name him the name that you're gonna call him. So I call him Booger, and when I come home, hey Boogie, he's Boogie. Yeah. So, um, so I've. I've hypocr- I've hypocritized. I think that's the word. I think we should move into upcoming games mm-hmm. because there's a big list. It. So I'm probably not going to play this because I think I would get addicted, and I've been addicted to one of these before. It's Animal Crossing: New Horizons. Fuck yeah, dude! I played so much of New Leaf on the 3DS. I probably put 60, 70 hours into it. That's not a lot for a lot of people, but for me, that's that's a shitload. That's like into my top 10 most played Steam games if, you, if I play it that much. Um, goddamn. Uh, it's so addicting. The, um, the, the optimization in your routing, your workflow, uh, finding out what works and what doesn't. Like the commerce part of it is fun in some ways. It's not fun to be constantly in debt, which is how the game works. Damn it, Tom. Uh, but man, it's so charming. It's always fun to see who moves in, and it's just so it's just so sort of wholesome, and I like that. It's a it's a breath of fresh air. Every other game I play is like guns, and so New Leaf is like okay, all right. 
I can see myself um, streaming a game like this because it is not something where I will be clipped and made a meme of when I lose a match in Overwatch or something and punch yeah. my keyboard, throw the mouse across the room and punch my screen and yell lots of words that would get me cancelled. I don't really say words that would get me cancelled, but <laughs> in the heat of the moment... You might, have, you might know Overwatch. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. And um, I think playing something like Animal Crossing that's very time-consuming, that's the thing. It's something that's so time-consuming that I think I can only play it if it there's like something productive out of it like making a stream or making a video series or something like that that being said recently i've been playing doom and even though i'm quite good at doom i do get angry i do get really fucking angry i really get into the flow of things just destroying and murdering but when something kills me i lose my shit that uh man that that emotion while feeling that game is perfectly on theme so i don't think you're out of place feeling like that so I, I we talked about a little bit over like Instagram DMs, you know, Shane, uh, about you said you wasn't your first time playing that you were returning to it, but have you have you completed it before? No. Okay, okay. All I, right. This is an important point. Definitely actually... complete this one. I okay. love Doom. This dude, it's amazing. It's so good. I think if I get good at it, that's a game that I could also stream on Twitch. I, but I, I don't you really could. stream on Twitch, but like I think I think that style of game is uh, the Bethesda uh, shooters are pretty pretty decent. Um, but I think there's a there's an issue that I think a lot of people played Doom and didn't finish it. I think it's something down to like the hook of the game that it it doesn't do enough to keep you in. Like the story is barely existent honestly <laughs> um, yeah that's but, doom though and I, I feel like if you stick with it like it's good it has mm. a it has a perfectly good ending it's to the point it i think the difficulty goes up in a pretty even ramp it's just like you know there's no boring parts to to my memory in terms of difficulty this the, they just continue to find ways to like introduce new stuff um I loved it. I love that game so much. I'm like in my second playthrough right now, I think. I've only just, just realized... Just because I want to play it more. It's awesome. I've only just realized that I, I didn't know that the next element on the list was the sequel to Doom, Doom Eternal. I wasn't even segueing. <laughs> I just I just mentioned it. Beautiful. And how Animal Crossing is probably quite a calming game that I could play in front of people and people would form no harsh opinions about me. But if I if you saw me playing Doom, oh god, if you play if you saw me playing Rainbow Six, you'd think I'd need like clinical help. <laughs> I I hate or GTA online. It makes me a special specific kind of mad that I cannot describe. <laughs> but Do yeah. You, are you talking about Siege when you say Rainbow Six? Yeah. Do you Okay, like okay, so th- it seems like it's a game I've always wanted to get into because it seems like really cool and but I feel like if you if you get into a match in that game, even if it's a quick player stuff and you don't have a PhD in the game, everyone hates you. Yep. Like yep. how do, where do people learn? How are there no beginners in the entire game? Yep. It's like Super Smash Brothers. There aren't any beginners. Everyone knows how to everyone is an expert immediately for no reason. I I just wish I could get past that, and I know I have to just be amazing at it, and I just mm-hmm. can't get myself to put in the time and be hated for 40 hours before I can start enjoying it. 
yeah i can't do it but either. i know it's so cool i know there's something good under there my brother was like super into it and like but i just how do you do how what would talk about that experience i mean like the fuck was it like well i was lucky because my first match ever were people who understood that i was new and um sort of began to show me a few of the ropes but then you're in like you know it's a tight strategic shooter and i actually by sheer luck ended up winning the game uh and everyone cheered because i was the noob but it was just luck that everyone else got killed but me and they just didn't see me so i shot them with a shotgun (laughs) Yeah, so, so you sort of carried this, <laughs> you carried this energy through a couple more games and suddenly you kind of mm-hmm. had had it down sort of thing? No, no, no. Um, I never got good. <laughs> Sick. Um, Sick. What happened Hell immediately yeah. afterwards That's my shit. is that I was p- paired with just horrible people that like, I'd throw a grenade, they'd run into the room with the grenade, they'd die, they'd blame me, <laughs> things like that. Yeah, baby. So that's, Sometimes, you know, I think a team shooter like uh, Siege, I, I I think you go in, you mute everyone. Well, actually, you can't even do that. You can't really play Siege muting people. Yeah. You just have to fucking tough it out. And I don't think I have it in me. I mean, I've considered it. I've considered going back because it's. I see the coolest shit out of that game, honestly. Yeah, but, it looks really cool. I love what you can, you can like tilt your you can do this with your gun yes and go like 45 degrees i don't know what that even does but i know everyone who's good at it does that before they shoot ever and i think it looks cool when you do that the character blackbeard has a assault rifle i think it's assault rifle but with like a ballistic shield on it that sees through (laughs) which doesn't make sense in real life but it's fucking cool to look at that's cool yeah all right um but yeah i i I could get back into Doom and I could play Doom Eternal multiplayer. Actually, Doom's multiplayer yes. was quite good. There was this like teleportation it's not bad. disc. It's, it's like. Jeez, uh, sorry. It's like Quake. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Quake. Yes. Um, to my, to, it's very. Your, your run speed is super fast. Um, I mean, the time. If, you know, if you're alive for a minute, that's like a. Yeah, it's like you're doing really well if you can like not die in a minute. Um, there are specific like that. games I'm into it. that I'm kind of a god at. One of them was Tribe to Send, and Doom was the yes. was the next one that I noticed that I was actually really fucking good at. And it's just because I kind of understood it, the physics of it all. And they had this one specific what a unique game. I miss Tribes. Yeah, I miss, I tribes, miss tribes too. But they 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 fuck the matter. So what are you gonna do? Um, in Doom, you have like this frisbee teleportation device where you could chuck it and then teleport to it. And it was like Tracer. You could effectively bug people like Tracer with a smaller cooldown. So you could be getting engaged, throw your frisbee behind them, teleport behind them, shoot them. By the time they really clock what's going on and get some shots on you, you throw it again, or you've already thrown it, and then you teleport away. And if you get in a situation where there are just too many people, you can get out of there, uh, get some uh, suppressing fire on them, get them all weak, get in there <laughs> and just fuck everyone up. So I think that got nerfed. Yeah. I think that got nerfed all, because all people like Doom me. Map. Yeah. All in a Doom map, which is like sick. I, yeah, I love Doom. 
My uh, first video game I ever played in my entire life was Doom Two. I was in a I was in a high chair. <laughs> I think my dad had that attitude where he's like, "Hey, he can he can play a gun game if he's shooting the bad guys. He's literally in hell. I mean, you can pretty much shoot anyone in hell, and it's probably fine." <laughs> and goddamn, that's a, such a killer game, literally, but also figuratively. What was the first video game you ever played? I don't know if I know that. Ugh, I have no idea. That's a hard uh, question. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I do. I do. It was a um, okay. Game Boy Advance. As the first game I ever played that was mine, I would say. It was like Game Boy Advance. Um, there was just an army game. that was, they, were, they did these like army-branded games that were based on like the green little army men that you could buy. And okay, that's it's, what you're saying. It yeah. sucked and I didn't understand it because I was small and stupid. I had a lot of games like that that mm. I would, you know, not uh, fully grasp maybe a main mechanic of the game and wouldn't ever make it past the first level. But then what that game would do was would serve as a little, you know, little time killer. I'm like, yeah, let's just run around in the first level. And this is probably all the game is. Whatever. I just didn't get frustrated about that stuff when I was a kid. I just could accept that I didn't understand something and still go back and play it. But if I if I play a game now and I don't get it, I get like angry at it, like it's a person that wronged me, and I I'm not playing it. That game's bullshit. I'm not playing it again. I don't get. It. You should not. It's, it's not designed for me. This is it's not my fault. And then uh, apologies you know, kid, for the you could, you connection could just difficulties. You freak out, just cut out, and the came back even stronger. <laughs> <laughs> um. The the gist of it was when I was a kid, I could I could accept that I wasn't good at a game and not get pissed off and maybe still jump in and play it and have fun. But now I feel like offended. Like the game did it to me. Mm-hmm. When I was, mm-hmm. you know, when I was when, now. And I can't just I can't just accept that I don't know how to play a game. I get all pissed off. Um another thing that's I'm really supposed to be smart. You're sp- mm-hmm. you're, you're big PP. Um another thing that's <laughs> big brain boy. Uh, another game that's coming back or a franchise that's coming back is Half-Life. Uh, I don't think I'm ready to... If it was called Half-Life 3, I think I would buy a new VR kit. But because it's yeah, not Half-Life I was t- 3... I had the same thought before you said it. Yeah. yeah. I would con- I would like heavily consider it. So I've always wanted to. Things like... We, you mean you, we can play it mouse and keyboard. So... And it's easier if we yeah. want to stream or do recordings or anything with it. It's easier to set that up with mouse and keyboard. So here's a question: Is it? Can you just um, slowly buy the pieces of it, like just buy the headset and nothing else, and then play that with it? Just wear it at the desk at a computer desk. Like, is that worth it? And then later get some hand controllers, and later get some uh, motion detector poles or whatever the fuck in your room. I think you. I wonder if that's worth can. doing it like that. I think you. Because I don't want to just shell out nine hundred dollars and then go. Oh well, I don't really play it very much. I th- I think yeah. the way the way you go is probably wait for a few a few killer apps, right? Like a few really sure. great games that we know are great on these systems. But yep. Half Life, Alex, Half Life is coming back. Everyone was like amazed. For, for all intensive purposes, it is Half-Life 3, but also it's not, because you don't play as uh, Gordon Freeman, 
you play as Alex. Um, uh, she's the one who's. Uh, well, I mean, Half Life Two is pretty old. I'll spoil it. Her dad gets killed at the end of the game. <laughs> is that who that is? Uh I don't know because I haven't completed Half Life Two. Don't hate me. Okay, <laughs> that's fine. Um, um, I haven't seen The Godfather or Scarface or anything. So, so there or the uh, Titanic. I have, and I don't remember any of them. <laughs> Sorry, viewers. <laughs> I am. Uh, I'm. Uh, it would be so hypocritical for me to be mad at you for not completing Half Life Two. It's... I'm awful at like purposely not watching or playing, you know, games or movies or shows that are like classics, and people always tell me to watch them. Every time someone tells me to watch something I haven't seen, I just will not do it for that much longer. It's 2020. I'm an angry teenager. And we're both cancelled <laughs> already. <laughs> um, let's move on to the next game. Resident Evil 3 is getting a remake, just like Resident Evil 1 did and Resident Evil 2 did. And I like those games. I especially like, I've said it before, I'm that whatever gore system, whatever they have, the technical artist that creates the gore or the correct the just the system in place that can create really really great looking gore like with fibrous muscles and stuff it's insanely good i've we'd never seen anything like it everyone was like that was the takeaway from resident evil 2 remake that um the, the gore there has is a special different kind of gore that you haven't seen in a video game and you'd never be able to see anywhere else i think it's an important uh, maybe overlooked in terms of uh, what people talk about in a game. Uh, God of War, by the way, tie in back to what we were talking about before, is so satisfying when you kill a giant and your axe goes into into its face and you like hear it and the blood goes everywhere. It's like, fuck you. It's great. So I think having good gore in a game where you're defending yourself, uh, you know, or not so much, is great good things good it's good fun it adds to the aesthetic adds to the satisfaction of doing a shoot shoot kill fun time what i'm not sold on is they can't continue like yeah remake one two three and four but then like five is kind of air and six is just bad and seven is new <laughs> so uh what do you think of four i haven't played well actually i have played it i haven't completed it but like it's ev- when it came out uh everyone was talking about it and it was like it's the only one i've played in the entire series <laughs> and i liked it i thought it was really good it, it, it i would like to see that um remade in like a new fancy glossy packaging that I can play. Um, can you actually play yeah. Resident Evil Four on PC? You must. Yeah, be able I think to. you can. I'm pretty sure. And you know what? I mean, I have so much shit in my Steam library. I wouldn't be surprised if I had it. And I wouldn't mind. <laughs> I wouldn't mind playing. I mean, that one looks like it. It it is a third person shooter. It's actually a bit dead spacey. That one would be nice and juicy. That would scratch my Dead Space itch, actually. Like, maybe three would scratch my... Dude, Dead Space is awesome. Dead Space I've, is so I've good. i played the first one like a lot, and it's amazing. I think... God, I want to play that game now, just thinking about it. It's... With Dead Space... Still unique. One is good, two is great, three is terrible. <laughs> my friend John, who let me borrow God of War, is also letting me borrow three. 
for PS3. I haven't played it yet. Uh, so we'll see. Okay, I'm not going to talk about it. <laughs> um, that's fair. And then Last of Us 2 is coming out, and that's a big title. That's a Naughty Dog title. That is the sequel to Last of Us, which sort of wrapped up quite neatly and doesn't really demand a sequel. But we're getting one anyway. <laughs> that that series got me... I mean, it wasn't a series when I played it. It got me back into like console gaming as like one of my main... Mm. I mean, if not my... you know, I, I, For a long time, I was like console or pc gaming 90 percent of the time and then i don't know for something like nintendo where i like i have to have a console to play it then i'll do that and i'll you know i'll have like pc and then like one other console i did that for a long time and um i finally like my friend john is like super uh sony guy he like loves those kind of games like the, the companies that make um games for sony the the sony exclusives um and so he convinced me to like get a ps3 like a year, few years ago they were cheap I say a few years ago. It's probably more like, like four or five years ago. So I got a PS3, and it was the uh, Last of Us bundle. And so I was like, ah, oh, what is this? And dude, like that that game, like I caught a bug that day. I've been all about Sony ever since I played the first Last of Us. I loved it. I loved it. It's awesome. Well, like when you when you do uh, Xbox One versus PS4, PS4 is just the clear winner. I yeah. the PS4 is such a clear winner that I've done something I never do, and I've bought an updated version of the console. I forked out on a PS4 Pro. Me uh, too. Obviously, I did this for the sake of um, Death Stranding, but actually, uh, it's it's remarkably good. It's I played uh, Call of Duty, the new one, Modern Warfare. Sorry, it took me a second there. It's Me just too. I don't, call, it's hard to tell call what of Duty, the newest one is. Yeah, I forget which Call of Duty is which Call of Duty. I forget which Fast and Furious was which Fast and Furious. But oh, that's even harder. I don't even. I don't even know about that. Actually, I think we've gone into their in yeah, we have. their their weird titles before. It it we have an episode titled. <laughs> uh, anyway, that's right. Um, the, My God, the PlayStation. The well, PlayStation just straight up won this era. And yeah. it's up to Microsoft to see if they can hit it back next generation. But if you want, if you want really great stories, really great great games, the PS4 is probably where it's at. The PS4 is the most enjoyable mm. way to get, the most accessible way to get your bang for your buck. Honestly, every now and then when I when I talk to someone who has an Xbox One, you know, we have this like that conversation mm-hmm. of like. Why'd you pick that? You know, um, the the what I what I'll hear is like, oh, well, no, it's not. You know, it's like oh, everyone's on there. You know, I'm like, what the f- no? no, no what the fuck friends do you have? None of my friends that I like play games with, or like know or talk to in in real life have an Xbox. They all have PS4. Everyone had a 360. Yes, everyone. I, I had love the 360. I think that's why awesome console. A lot of people it's bought. Awesome an xbox because they it would thought have to be it would be like that but it wasn't like that the experience i can tell you why i didn't gone too yeah and you you can go into your reasons too because i'm actually curious but the reason i didn't get an xbox one was the initial controversy before it came out that the games weren't going to be shareable mm-hmm. and i know they fixed it 
but I just don't forget shit like that. I'm like, they're just going to do some other shitty thing after I've bought the damn thing. And I know Sony doesn't really have a history of retroactively making your purchases worse after you've made them. Uh, So I just didn't... They don't have my trust. Um, If anything, I feel the best about Microsoft now than I ever have because of like the the game pass and I kind of like where their new consoles going a bit. And I think they're sort of going in a good direction very recently, but up until now I've really been very distrustful of Microsoft. I just don't, it's a lot of money to pick a console. Mm-hmm. Like I'm going to give this company a shitload of money over the next decade or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so I just didn't trust Microsoft at all. So Sony was the clear choice for me. I felt so like. I I did buy an Xbox One, <laughs> and okay, um, I it was even the Xbox One that you had to have Connect plugged into. Oh, it was I at, forgot it, they did that too. It was oh. at that time, and uh, I don't know. Well, I think it was actually cheaper than a, a PlayStation Four. That was probably a big part of it. Uh, and then I ended up buying a PlayStation Four with Destiny. And I kept playing the PlayStation 4, and the Xbox One stopped being used. Every once in a while, I would buy a game and be like, it would be nice to play the Xbox One. And I would play it, but when I stopped playing that game, the Xbox stopped being used. The Xbox One is now in the compartment storage space of my sofa, or settee, or couch. (laughs) If you're international <laughs> to where I am recording this, Great Britain, <laughs> the greatest Britain, no longer part of the European Union, Union, <laughs> the European Union. Oh God! Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, I, in terms of just the console itself, I'm fine with Xbox. And I quite like the Xbox One controller. Mm. I think it feels great in my hands. Mm. I love it. I, I I actually really can't decide if I like Xbox One controller or PS4 controller more. I love I, them both. I very can tell much. you straight up the uh, the the Xbox One controller is better than the PS4 controller. However, the 360 controller that you can also buy a it's not really called a 360 controller, it's called an Xbox controller for PC, but it is the 360 controller effectively for PC. Is the mm-hmm. nicest controller and most comfortable. It's pretty good. Yeah. So All right, my current setup though, um, you could talk about this too. I don't think we've talked about this specifically, but uh, your preferred way to play a game on PC with a controller. And I have, I have nailed down my perfect setup for me, for me specifically. I bought this thing. It's called a, uh, a Magic NS. It's made by uh, Mayflash. Mm-hmm. Fuck you. Um, it's holding up my middle finger there for the audio listeners. And uh, it's the same people who make like the, the GameCube adapters for people who want to play Smash and they like can't just use a new controller. So for all your um, listeners... So this thing connects wirelessly. Yeah, sorry. He's holding something <laughs> that looks like a memory stick or a flash drive. <laughs> looks like what thumb drives used to look like where they were like two inches long and like stuck out. Um, and so you plug this in, it has a pass-through USB. So you pair basically like any controller to this except the Xbox controllers. They require a proprietary Xbox dongle, damn it. Um, you, can, uh, you can connect any wireless controller to this, basically. And it 
shows up in Windows as a 360 controller, essentially, or a Windows controller. So uh, I pair a PS4 controller to this thing, and then suddenly uh, it just works perfectly with every game in Steam because Steam games tend to expect a um, an Xbox Windows controller. And it's wireless, and there's no delay, really, and it's so killer. It seems like $25. Mm-hmm. So, like, I, I'm so, like, spoiled by this now that... Um, even though I love my Xbox One controller, maybe it feels better in my hands slightly more than the PS4 DualShock 4, which I love. Um, the the cable is enough to make me not want to use it anymore. <laughs> so well, that's kind of where I'm at. Is I, I use a PS4 controller wirelessly USB. I have this uh, Xbox One star controller that is mm-hmm. white because my computer my computer is white, and that looks if, cool. It feels really nice. It's different. Like it is a nicer controller than the standard one out of the box it's got like grip grippy bits and things uh yeah i think it has a aux cable which i'm not sure if the traditional ones used to but um i connect this wirelessly uh but i can also connect it wired and sometimes i just connect it wired one pain in the ass thing is the xbox uh software on pc and the xbox controllers and drivers do not coincide at all with Windows updates. So you can literally have a Windows update that fucks the entire thing up. Whoa. Yeah, so okay. I've had That's that annoying. a lot. I've had that a lot. And I'm talking Did about you... first-party software. That's just right. annoying. Yeah, it's the same company. Did you have to buy the, the proprietary dongle yes. for, for it? Okay. I'm, I'm like, I'm, I might, I think I'm going to eventually do it because I, I want to use my Xbox controller sometimes. Mm. Because I love it. I love and the like, clicky little D-pad, the, too. The, the funnest thing to do, I typically would play GTA, um, not online, like story mode, with a controller. Because driving, you drive so much in that game. and I, like, I do that, too. I play it. I, I will. Here's what I do. I load up uh, Grand Theft Auto V on PC. I will start with mouse and keyboard, and then I'll be driving around and go, I'm going to do controller. Mm, mm. And, then, uh, and then I play, use that for the rest of the session. And it's usually it's just, just like a relaxing thing. I also found this with Watchdogs that like I would just drive, like I just drive. In I'd boot up the game and I'd just drive. And if I had yes. mods enabled, I'd just switch it to night mode, as in like the weather tonight. And I just drive and experience the rain and the reflections of the lights off the road. I just chill the fuck out and just drive, especially with a motorcycle. The motorcycle in both GTA and Watchdogs. That are very fun to use and like weaving in and out of traffic and stuff. It's my favorite part of games like that for yeah. sure is driving and um, and calculating in a moment's notice. There's just enough space in between those two cars ahead of me for my car to fit in perfectly. And then you get through without touching them, and there's like an inch on either side, like nothing but net. And you get through, and you're like that was sick. And then that's <laughs> it. And it didn't benefit you in any sort of game mechanic way, but it just felt good to do. I think the next and game you do it again and you to die. feature that, this like mouse and keyboard switching to controller and back, will probably be Cyberpunk 2077. Yeah. Because that, that looks like a game where it, it looks fun to drive, and there's probably quite a lot of RPG-style elements that you probably want for mouse and keyboard. Also, it's a first-person shooter. So, that's neat. Yeah, probably. I I don't I think. I think. Uh, oh, sorry. Go on. 
what is there to say about Cyberpunk 2077 apart from that it's been delayed quite a lot of times and we just want to play I mean, it? I know what it is. Well, I think I've talked about this before, I think, where I just said, like, it seemed like this larger than life thing and then they show gameplay and then you're like, oh, it's a game. <laughs> That's right. It's just a video game. And then, like, you realize it's just a video game. It's just a really well-made video game, most likely. And coming from the company that made The Witcher, um, it's probably quite good, is the truth. And I, I'm into Deus yeah. Ex, oh. so this would be uh. great for me. Hey, I, I've been meaning to give Deus Ex a good try. Um, I was going to, you know, I want to have a good day of sex when I play it. <laughs> and have you played it? the first one? Is is Human Revolution the first one? Okay, so like the first one really is like really old game. But the new ones... I haven't played any of them, yeah, really. The new ones are like perfectly serviceable to new players and stuff. Like that's how I, I came in. I have Human Revolution in my Steam account right now. It's very good. Okay. It's very good. It's cool. a first-person okay. shooter. Uh, it's a stealth game. It's an RPG-style game. The dialogue trees... Uh, it's up to you to try and get dialogue trees right to get the outcome that you want. And is it kind of like Mass Effecty then? Ah, uh, no, because <laughs> okay. uh, like you know, you're not encouraged. Uh, a conversation goes sideways, and then you could bring it back, or like okay. if you just completely not even fuck it up. I don't even want to say it's like um, La Noir. It's just the the scenario can go off into a tangent, and then. What you can do, you can play it the way you want. You can just all out assault or figure out ways to hack doors and hack CCTV cameras, which is like a mini game. And you can also stealth around, find secrets. Like, this is the thing. Like, it's a very much kind of game where you look around all the time and find little bits of information. Um, it's really good. And then the second one, which is Mankind Divided, is also fairly good but i feel it's not quite as good because it didn't keep me engaged long enough to finish it <laughs> okay and i did you finish... know the main reason i want to play this game too mm -hmm. is that um one of my favorite youtube channels of all time the true the true ogs know it mega 64 hmm. their deus ex video and this is coming from a person who's never played it is so funny the concept is rocco one of the guys uh is a heavier set dude Wears basically like a really low effort, like he looks like Neo from The Matrix, and he walks into a Best Buy and pretends to type on a bunch of laptops, and there's text flying down the screen. It says, hacked. The government, hacked. Statue of Liberty, hacked. And he's like touching printers, and people are like, can you please stop doing that? He just like doesn't hear them, and he keeps going. There were like really popular animated GIFs at the time made from that that was like got bigger than they were. They were just like, oh, look, it's this guy hacking. It's so funny. He's pretending to hack in a Best Buy. <laughs> and it came from that. I'm like, I, I need to play this game. I've enjoyed this video so many times, and I don't even know what it's referencing. It's very enjoyable. It's, very, it's, re it's really well Excellent. thought out and well made. Uh, you know, I realize I have Human Revolution on Steam. I have Mankind Divided on PS4. I think it was like came free with something. Oh, that's neat. So I have these games set up to, to knock them down whenever I uh, want to hit that. So... I'm I'm interested now. Yeah, I'm I'm a big uh uh Deus Ex stan, I guess. Uh, okay. Yeah, I I've off, it was my favorite game for quite a long time. And then like other games came out like BioShock Infinite and then the PS4 had so many good games 
and it's probably like up there, but I don't know where it's placed. Um, I think it's time to bring the podcast to a close. Oh, fine. I had a good time. How about you? How was that? Post do a little post a little wrap up. How uh, do you think the podcast went? We it took two <laughs> attempts because I forgot to click buttons at the right time. And the right time yeah, was did before. it seem like we had we had done did it seem like it was our second try? I feel like we really were so natural with my little AirPods joke that you hadn't seen. I did a gag before in the first take. Uh so I had to come up with a new gag on the spot. And so I did. He did. Hopefully it freshened things up. New air freshener in the car when you didn't expect it, you know? Uh, my mouth's so dry because I ran out of my drink in the first take. So <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, this has been the Super Salty Podcast. Thank you for joining us in the new decade. My name is Neela Sturari. My Instagram is Nino. My Twitter is underscore Nino. My YouTube channel is Nino. Max, your turn. Hey, okay. Uh, credentials here. My Instagram is Thunder Smell, one word. My Twitter is Thunder underscore smell uh thunderscore smell would probably be a quicker way to say that and i think you can find pretty much everything else through one or both of those handles so thanks for stopping by thanks for sticking around while we went on a hiatus which we are calling season two because that explains a a gap better than the other thing yes it seems intentional now yeah uh you can brain geniuses you can follow the Super Salty Twitter. Super Salty Podcast is also on YouTube, and the it's youtube.com slash Super Salty Podcast. You can watch it in video form. We're also on all your favorite apps, uh, podcast apps, or apps. We're, we're on we're on Fortnite. We're not on Fortnite. <laughs> yeah. Use uh, go into Fortnite. Use our creator code Jax Films to access our podcast through call of duty that's true that's a that's a real true alternative not conspiracy fact yeah i'll take a polygraph test i won't <laughs> i would never do that i'm terrified to do it okay i think we're good now i think, I think we can say bye 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 see ya